<laughs> You've been waiting a long time, but we're finally here. Dojos from all across the valley have been training for a year for their shot at glory. You ready to meet them? You! You! Welcome to Cobra Kai. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast, hosted by AC Cristales and Jose Barron. We're the podcast show that breaks down and shares insight gained from the hit Netflix series, Cobra Kai. Are you ready? Yes, Then fall in. The only, the man, the myth, the legend, bro. Jose, <laughs> Monty Barron. What's up, baby? Nothing much, man. You're giving me too much credit, but hey, I'm glad to be on here. And you know what? Two more episodes to go, baby. Hey, we said we we're going to freaking finish, and we are going to freaking finish, man. So, again, much love to all the people who are listening to us. It's always great seeing, you know, where, you know, we have listeners from. So, man, again, Cali, New York, Atlanta, uh, Texas, obviously, you know, because we get love in our, you know, home state. But, you know, it's just great to see that. And even, you know, all across the world. So, wherever you're listening to us, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. So, we got two episodes, and these really, they really run together. You know, obviously, we're going to see that when we get to the end. But episode nine is entitled The Fall. And the synopsis goes like this. The annual All-Valley Karate Tournament kicks off as several competing dojos vie for the grand championship and settle some personal scores. As is custom, man, go ahead and get us started with the three likes that you enjoyed from this episode. Absolutely. The three likes that I wrote down were the competitions both the skills and the actual matches. There was a lot of connections. I found quite a bit of connections. And I'm going to go Miguel versus Eli. Okay. Like, I like that. I mean, let me, I guess, without getting into too deep, I like the beginning and the middle. And then we'll <laughs> we'll discuss the ending as we get to that, that, that scene. For sure, man. For sure. All right. So I said uh, the tournament fighting, but I'm with you with the, uh even the skills competition. So I'll, I'll join you with that. So the skills and the tournament fighting. So I had that as well. Uh, I like Daryl, <laughs> just like Daryl, man. And I'll talk more about him. Uh, I'm sure. Yep. So Daryl, the announcer. And then I wrote this Hawks back, not Hawks, Hawks back per se, you know, his back, but just that Hawk is back. And again, you know, we'll talk about that when we get to that specific scene. All right, man, three dislikes. Dislikes. Bert's match. I mean, did he just not? I mean, did he not learn better form? <laughs> Which one, bro? With that tall German-looking guy? With the yeah, exactly. Dirk That's the one. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, not enough lines for Sue. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Ann Marie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she was only in what a couple minutes. Yeah. He likes Sue, huh? Okay. And, yeah, I mean, I do. She yeah, thinks yeah. she's good. She's okay. a good actress. <laughs> nice, nice looking. Yes, very nice looking. <laughs> and um, didn't really like Ky- And I think I texted you this. Uh, Kyler um, breaking the bricks with his head. I'm like, really, bro? I mean, he, you know, he's not our fan favorite. Yeah, for so sure. Yeah, everybody. That may, that may have some to do with it yeah everybody who listens to this knows we we hate kyler we hate lapuso dang you know a bunch of haters uh but all right brother here's what i'm gonna save the first one that i actually typed down in my notes as the first one that i was gonna say i'm gonna save it for last and my three dislikes but i didn't like that johnny was clueless and we'll talk about that i felt that johnny was very very clueless in this episode and i think you're gonna like one of the um you know how we always reference movies i think you're gonna like one of the references that i make in regards to what i mean by that i didn't like that silver you talked about sue not having a lot of dialogue silver didn't have a lot of dialogue he probably said like two lines i think he only said at the beginning right this this isn't a pep talk i like that pep talk. I, thought, yeah. I like that so but i like that he didn't say a lot man because you know he was bringing it in episode eight party time you know what i'm saying so he didn't get that much you know dialogue time and this, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say it because I think I told you this from, you know, in January when it first came out. But I didn't like Carrie Underwood. As beautiful as she is, 
as beautiful as she is, I didn't like Carrie Underwood. Not necessarily her, but just uh, what she did. But we're going to talk about that because I know um, that's going to be a scene that we we liked, but we didn't like, if that makes any sense. So. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I mean, I'm I, I believe me, I don't dislike her as a you know a celebrity as a singer, but in a way, and again, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah. maybe I don't know. It was kind of unnecessary, like her. You want to get into part? it already? You want to get into? It? Let's just go. Well, no, 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 no. We that was, can't. No, that was let's, just... let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're already there. Okay. Uh, I hyped hell you up, yeah! Man, <laughs> you hyped me up. Do you hear me? Get off freaking excited and shit i'm all hyped up yeah. i'm kind of like dutch jumping here at the house and shit uh yeah bro very unnecessary um i get what they were trying to do um yes. but it was too much it was it seemed like it was focused on her i get it man you know there were shots of her focus on the fighting you know what i'm saying focus on the fighting and and i get it. she's very beautiful very beautiful man yeah. Yeah, and uh, no one's no one no talented one's, too. Yeah, no one's discounting that. Yeah, talented as well. No one's you know disputing that. But I just seemed it was unnecessary simply because uh, I guess yeah I get that they wanted to get a big name. You know, obviously in in the storyline, not just not just the big three, right? But in the storyline as well. You know that that main president wanted to get a big name, and they're like, we can't believe he pulled it off or whatever. But it just, to me, it was unnecessary. But more than anything, I think it just didn't go. It was too popish for me. That's what I said. So let me go ahead and let me go ahead and get to that part of my notes. So since we're already talking about it, it was too popish for me. You know, I love the song, The Moment of Truth. I think I was, uh, I told my daughter I wanted to watch Karate Kid with her again. And and so I was just going through some scenes and that song, The Moment of Truth came on. And I was like, oh, that's pretty badass. It's Survivor, right? You know, Survivor is right. pretty dope, you know? But just the way she did it, it just sounded like too too popish for me, you know, too too much like you know Justin Bieber and shit, you know. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, bro. So I I love the song, but not how she did it, not the remake. I guess is the way to say it, man. So uh, that's why I just felt like uh, it's unnecessary, man. And then again, it's unnecessary because they were focusing on her, dude. You had to focus on the fighting, so that's why I didn't like it. What about you, man? Well, here's here's the thing, and, and, and I may be reading – I mean, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I agree the song kind of doesn't really fit for that type of scenario. For me personally, I was kind of having flashbacks in my head to the original, and you had – you're the which we know we love this song. You're the best around. You know, that was playing, and then they had the tournament fights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. And I just I couldn't parallel I couldn't parallel it you know if I'm making sense like I couldn't match it up like it just wasn't the same feeling like when we watched the original yeah. and here even now we've watched it so many times you know we hear you're the best around and then we get we get hyped you know and there that feeling was just not the same and I don't think the big three we intended it to be that way I, I really don't but I don't know I like I just I could have done without it I guess however. Not all bad. Last thing. Not all bad, though. I did like her quote. I really liked her quote, what she said. Um, she said, everyone gets their shot, their chance in the spotlight. Everyone gets their moment. I did love that. That was a very good quote. Did she sing that or did she like say that? No, she said that before she started singing. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I thought that was like a song lyric. It kind of sounds like it, right? Because the moment of truth is the moment of truth. Right. Da, 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 yes. da. Which is a tight. I love that song, but you're right. It didn't have the same feel. It didn't have the same feel. So I got a couple things. I got not a couple. Well, a couple things I'm going to share uh, and one question I'm going to ask you. So I want you to ponder on this question while I share something that I read. So what song would you have chosen? Okay. So just think about that. But let me read you something. So apparently, you know, in digging up, you know, on the Internet, right, you can always find stuff on the Internet. So who knows whether it's true or not. But the, but in digging up and, you know, looking on some website, it said that the big three decided not to use the song. You're the best around that played, you know, during the original film as they felt it would be a copycat of the movie. They chose the moment of truth because it still has that 1980s sports rock anthem vibe. However, to me. It didn't. It sounded too popish to me. I don't know. It just it didn't sound like that rock. You know what I'm saying? 
And obviously they said that Carrie was wonderful. Her presence was great. So again, we're not discounting that. She's great. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She can act. She can sing all that. And not only that, apparently she, she's a big fan of the show is what it said, you know, that she's a huge fan of the show. So, you know, Netflix wanted her and, and they, they said, hey, let's shoot for the moon and ask. And she came out and did it, which is fine. I get it. But it just didn't go with it, man. And another thing, it said that additionally, the 300 extras that were in the scene, right? So the whole crowd that was in there had no idea that she was appearing. So when she came out, their reactions were real. Like they were really we're surprised. Genuine, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. But that song didn't work, man. Like you said, dude, that song does not give you the same vibe. Bro, I can go put on YouTube right now and put on You're the Best Around. And the whole tournament scene from Karate Kid Part One comes on, and I'm freaking hyped as hell. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. I know how it starts. I know how the, you know. Ali's like, "Dang, you're the best. You're the best." And he goes, It's badass, dude. See, I already know that shit by memory, man. But this one, it just didn't do it, man. So, uh, didn't hype me up like you said. Like, you're the best around. And I don't know if I agree with them that they don't want to be a copycat of the movie. I've said this from the beginning. They're going to play you're the best around before the freaking series is over. To. They have to. They'd be crazy for them not to. If they have all these other, you know, connections, they'd be crazy not to. But this song didn't work. Carrie didn't work for me. But okay, I gave you that question. What song would you have chosen? I mean, whatever song I pick is not going to top you're the best. Oh, never. So, no, no, um, no, no. Again, and I don't even want you're the best for that. Yeah. Um, maybe I have the tiger from Rocky Three. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Who are you? But just I, I read somewhere. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no. What I was gonna say. What I was gonna say is I read somewhere that originally, uh, they had chosen. I, I don't know if it was the director or the producer, had chosen. I had the tiger for uh for Karate Kid. Uh, yeah, and, you're, no, no, and no. you're the best around for Rocky Three. For Rocky Three. Yeah. But I think Sylvester Stallone didn't like it. Yeah. And so he went with uh, I Have the Tiger instead. Yeah, but it worked so out for both of them. We, it worked out for both yeah, of them. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's funny you said Rocky Three because, damn, I got a reference to Rocky III. Uh Yeah, I don't know what song I would have chosen. I just know, I just know, and it's kind of crazy that I'm asking that question, but I can't give an answer. I was thinking Eye of the Tiger as well. If they want to keep it 80s rock, there has to be some badass 80s rock song um, that we've never heard that they could have chosen. You know, I'm thinking of this, so... I think I, I shared this to you, you know, one time, you know, me, man, I'm up at five 30 in the morning, sometimes working out and I'll send you, I'll send you a song, bro, that I'm working out to some rock song, but in watching a uh, best of the best, um, the devil made me do it. I don't even know who yep. sings it, but I was like, this is badass. So, and it's when they're fighting, right? It's when they're fighting at the right. bar where brick, was it Brickley? <laughs> where Brickley started yeah, the fight. <laughs> With, the devil uh, made Bert, me do it. Uh, 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 uh. They could have found something like that again. You know, the focus to, again to me was too much on Carrie, man. You know, too much on Carrie. Uh, Should have been on the fighting. So that's that. All right, man. At least All we right. got to that we scene, got right? That we got we got to that yeah, scene. Hey. Yeah, we got to that scene again. We didn't. I didn't like it. Did you not? You, you agree, right? You didn't like it either. I wasn't a fan of it. I mean, like I said, I I didn't mind. Kind of to echo what you what you've been saying is, you know, no no, you know, disrespect to Carrie, you know, she's great, she's talented, but I just didn't think it fit. In my opinion, it just yeah. did not. Didn't fit with the series. It doesn't. Yeah, not with. Yeah, not yeah. even. Yeah, you're right. All right, brother. Maybe they could have done something like a pre, pre tournament concert, and she's there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, to kick off yeah, the tournament. Been a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. To kick off the tournament, we're already getting into what we would have done differently. Back to the writer's room. <laughs> All right, brother. Go ahead and get a starters, man. Three, two, one. All right, brother. Go ahead and get us started, man. What's uh, one of your first favorite scenes, man? Absolutely. The first one I'm going to start with, I called the dojo intros, which is pretty much the very beginning. Hype Man Daryl. That's I, I'm sorry. I just nicknamed him that Hype Man Daryl because he's killing it on the mic. Daryl's um, badass. Yep. Yep. And one of the themes I chose for this episode was connections, right? So when he's introducing the dojos, and I'm going to start off with Miyagi-Do and let me know if you caught this. He said, they got some new fighters and they're ready to show the world they're the best around. around. Yep, yep. Yep. I love that, man. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> he took the All Valley by storm in 1984 and 85. 
and quickly became one of the greatest underdogs in the history of the sport. Last year, this dojo came out of nowhere and made it to the finals. They've got some new fighters, and they're ready to show the world that they're the best around. Give it up for Miyagi-Do Karate, led by two-time all-battle champion Daniel LaRusso. And then um, he mentions Cobra Kai, but I didn't really find anything, you know, any type of connection there. He, when he mentions Eagle Fang, he 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 said they're making their debut. And the little music, I don't know if you caught it. It was very, very small because I watched it over and over to see kind of how long it was. It's like a little song, little metal melody in the background that's playing around when they're getting introduced. It sounded like from Rocky four when, uh, when Drago's training, you know, when he's in that lab, you know what I mean? And he's like going hardcore and it's like a little melody. And then Stallone is climbing the mountain and doing all this hardcore in the winter. Which one was that one? Is that was it wasn't burning hearts, right? It might be. It, it, it's right before they what, actually fight. It wasn't a song. It was actually an actual like score, right? Like a musical score. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Okay. And finally, this dojo is making their all-valley debut. Though you recognize a few familiar faces. Every year, a new dojo rises up the ranks. Does this newcomer have what it takes to win it all? Please welcome Eagle Fang Karate, led by Sensei Johnny Lawrence and defending champion Miguel Diaz. Another thing, though, why no two-time love for johnny you know johnny was also a two-time champion daryl missed that <laughs> yeah but you know they're going to correct that in the in the next episode remember right yes, yeah yeah, yeah so that's that's probably why they didn't do that okay for sure so um you know very modern intro graphics or like espn type almost like a super bowl with when them coming out of the tunnel with smoke so um so yeah i really like the intro i love the intro as well bro in fact i have something that i would have done differently but I'm just going to put it, uh, not differently, but would have added that I think would have made it better. But I'm going to say that to back to the writer's room. Now, I love the intros, but I think there was one thing that they could have done. Uh, they could have done, they could have added that would have made it better. And we're going to save it to the end. So I just copied it, cut and copied it right now and put it to the end because, uh, yeah, back to the writer's room. But no, I love it, man. Definitely got that. You're the best around. Definitely love Daryl, as I said in the beginning. And uh, love Eagle Fang and their training. You know, obviously it's unorthodox training, man. They're using just shit, whatever they can find in the warehouse. Miguel jumping rope with the chain rope. So that was pretty dope. All right, so here's my connection, bro. The black and red gi. What does that remind you of? So black and red gi for Eagle Fang. What does that remind you of? For Eagle Fang. Mm -hmm. Oh, for Eagle Fang. The black and red gi. What does that remind me? That is a good question, man. I don't I'm drawing a blank. What what were you thinking? Johnny's, Sarah, like, what are you Johnny's red and black jacket. Good one. I didn't even see that. Man. <laughs> there we go, baby. I totally missed that. There's yeah. a connection. So why? Wow. Why did he pick black or red and black? His red jacket, baby. I'm gonna get His that. I'm gonna get that freaking jacket for for Halloween this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. And you already have the headband, right? So got the headband, go, baby. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So yeah, I love that. I love how it ends too. It's karate time. He's just hyped up, yeah. man. He's just hyped up. All right, so then it goes into that. So obviously that's the intro, and then it goes into the senseis giving their speeches, right? And so why does Daniel try to act hard, bro? Do you hear what he said? He's like, I took care of the Cobra Kai bullies. Really? I you know. really took care of the Cobra Kai bullies? Why didn't he tell his students that he was scared? Remember how scared his ass was in part one? Right. I noted that down. I was like, okay, he's he's trying to be all hard. He's think he's the shit. Like, no, Daniel, you were scared at first, man. You were scared at first, man, when you were in that tournament. Why didn't he tell them that, man? He's like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. You, wait, what did he tell Mr. Miyagi? I thought you knew about this stuff. He's, oh <laughs> my gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get beat up. What did he say? Yeah, something like that. And then. Uh, he's also adding pressure to his students. He's like, at the end of his little speech, he's like, um, you got to remember if you, if we don't, if we don't win, then Miyagi-Do is done. You know, like, dang, bro, adding pressure. How about not focus on the pressure and just, you know, focus on winning. Yeah. 
for sure. Focus on winning. And then I love Johnny, right? He's like, they try to soften you up, but that bullshit's behind us now. <laughs> just like that dude. <laughs> and then he says, we have a reigning champion. But man, here it is. Here it is. I told you I didn't like I didn't like Johnny being clueless. Miguel doesn't have it, man. And I'm gonna tell you what that it is. So Johnny, you know, is hyping him up. So again, it's going back and forth. It's cutting back and forth, right? Daniel's saying something, Johnny's saying something. And then Johnny says, Yeah, you know, but we have a reigning champion. But Miguel doesn't have it, man. You know what it I'm referring to, bro? I'm referring to that it like in Rocky Three, bro. He doesn't have that eye of the tiger, man. It's like it's like Apollo told, you know, Rocky, bro. He's like, you don't look hungry, bro. He doesn't have the eye of the tiger, the edge. And now he's got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning, bro. <laughs> Maybe we can win it back together. Eye of the tiger, man. He don't have it, dude. And Johnny's clueless. Okay, you talked about this. You said you loved Miguel's facial expressions on the last episode. But can Johnny not tell Miguel's facial expressions on this one? And then he says, I know what's been going on with you lately. Get your head on straight. Yep. And Johnny didn't even notice how sad and weak Miguel looked, bro. So that stood out to me, man. He's clueless and Miguel doesn't have it. What are your thoughts on that, bro? Yeah, I mean, Miguel has had a, you know, tough. He's been through some tough times recently with what occurred in the last episode. And I mean, I know Johnny was wasted, but <laughs> I mean, how I mean, he didn't I remember that. Get, you know, he didn't remember it, that. If you're talking about yeah, the whole bad I, thing, he didn't remember that. And Miguel didn't, Miguel didn't say anything to him about it. Exactly. And again, he, like you mentioned, he's clueless. So he doesn't even really know what Miguel's bothering. He knows he's not focused because Miguel is kind of like just all quiet, not hyped at all. Weak. Like, yeah. The <laughs> Am I mean by saying that? He just, he don't have the eye, bro. He don't have the edge. He's not hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it probably fits because we're going to see what happens later in the episode, why he's kind of feeling that way and. And we'll talk more about it. So, as what, we go. What, yeah. what, what what would you have done if you were Johnny in that case, man? See, I would have pulled him aside and be like, "All right, let's hash it out now." Yeah, what's going on for the tournament? Yeah. yeah, like let's let's deal with it now because the, you know the tournament's about to start. Yeah. So I need I need him focused. I need him ready. But I need to know, know what's going Johnny. on. Let me know what's going on, bro. I mean, I don't know. You know, your kids are young, bro. And uh, like I said, you know, my daughter's thirteen, and I try not to be. You know, sometimes I'm like, I'm having conversations with her now. You know, she's 13. I know she's, she understands it a lot more. But I remember when she was playing sports, I'm you know, having these serious conversations with her, man. I'm like, okay, does she even understand what the heck I'm saying? But it's one of those things where, you know, you try to get to the bottom of it, man. Like, what's going on? Let me help you. If you don't tell me, I can't help you. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it just seemed that, that Johnny thought, okay, his only issue is, Sam, but there's a lot more going on with this kid, man, and he's just not getting it, bro. So I didn't like that, man, and I didn't love, I didn't like that Miguel look weak. I just, but maybe, like you said, you know, I know I'm being mean on Miguel, but hey, I love Miguel. But like you said, he's just going through a lot, and now, you know, he's got this, this added, you know, I wouldn't say pressure, but he has this, um, I guess, desire to find, hey, who am I really, you know, who's my dad and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, bro. But and then I I love this. So obviously we see Johnny and Daniel talking, but then we see Crease and Crease brought it. Crease brought it, right? Hey, if you win, you don't just win a trophy. You get the glory. I love that, bro. I love that too. Yep. All right, fall in. All your training has brought you to this moment. Remember, if you win, you don't just get a trophy. You get the glory. And you get to know forever that you are a champion. I have had students with all the talent in the world squander their moment. Do not let history repeat itself. Do not let your emotions cloud your judgment. And above all, do not let anything stand in the way of your victory. Oh, did you get this connection? I know you did. Don't let history repeat itself. Yeah, <laughs> the best like from you're the best around. So that was badass. And then Terry Silver with his only line in this episode. That's not a pep talk either. That's an order, and we're all gonna follow since they increase his order today, aren't we? See, I love that part, man. I know you like that that part as well. What do you got? Absolutely, yeah, I loved it. Um, got me hyped up, ready to 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 <laughs> fight. Like, let's go, baby. Let's start this. Exactly. <laughs> so. 
that's what I wrote down with that. And at the end of that quote, he put, don't squander the moment, which, you know. Hey, do you I think like he was because... talking about Johnny? Remember he said, I've had, I've had some past uh, yeah. fighters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> squander their talent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, brother, go ahead and take us to the next favorite team that you have. Uh, well, the next one I had um, was the Carrie Underwood, but we've already discussed that. Okay. So I'm gonna ju- I'm just gonna move on to the next one. Yeah. Th- this episode wasn't too long. I don't know if you noticed that it was only it was about it was 28 like minutes. minutes. Right? Yeah, 28 minutes. Yeah, it was less than 30 minutes. So I'm just gonna go straight to the start of the qualifying matches. And what I really liked about those qualifying matches is there was a lot of connections, or at least I think I okay. found a Before lot of connections. Before you go there, okay, so you're going to the qualifying matches. So you're you're skipping all the skills. You don't like the skills? Yeah, I did like the skills, but um, I mean, the only thing I, I mean, I just liked how they were authentic. Okay. If that makes sense. That's all, that's all I wrote really is they were authentic. They were real, you know, everything except for the whole Kyler brick break. I got something for that. All right. So let me, let me get, let oh, me go. You? And then you go ahead again. So I got Devin, okay. Devin kicking ass. I love her intensity, mm-hmm. man. Kenny bringing it. I love it, dude. Yep. And then here's my thing. Who's the dude with curly hair? You don't have a name, but I like him. An Eagle Fang. He's got curly hair and he does a flip. So that was a pretty little dope flip. He has no name. They he, they haven't given him a yeah. name. But I'm like, oh, that guy's pretty dope. And then Robbie thinking he's all hard. Was he a gymnast oh, yeah. and shit doing all these flips? So whatever. I put that on Screaming. there. Screaming. Yeah. And then Hot couldn't break the board. Mitch with the bow staff. Boa staff throws it. <laughs> and then, Nate yeah. raised up the board. Now I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyler breaking the bricks. But you know what? Brick not hit back. Where's that from, baby? Yeah, right. That's John Lee. That was uh, Bloodsport. <laughs> but I love this. So, obviously, we see Cobra Kai kicking ass. And so, that only means that Eagle Fang's in sixth place. And then Johnny's like, how the hell are they in sixth place? And then, obviously, Devin brings it. He's like, hey, something about math. He's like, I don't give a shit about math. How do we beat Cobra Kai? How the hell are we in sixth place? Skills events are way differently than the karate divisions. Gold medals are 10 points, silver nine. I don't give a shit about the math. What do we need to beat Cobra Kai? Math. To catch up on points, we need to win as many matches in the qualifying rounds as possible. The further we get as a team, the tighter the vice is around Cobra Kai's metaphorical balls. Okay. Good. Now you're speaking my language. Metaphorical balls. Now you're speaking yep. my language. So love that, bro. <laughs> love that. Love that. All right. Now get into the fights, man. All right. The qualifying matches. Uh, so many connections to the original tournament. Uh, I'm going to start. I'm going to start and in order in the which I saw them. Uh, let me know if you disagree or if I missed something. But there was one particular during Eli's mat, one of Eli's matches. Um, he's like, he gets hit in the side and he does like, uh, kind of like Tommy hit Daniel. Remember when Tommy and Daniel are fighting and Tommy scores a point and he hits him right there on the side. He hit, does, so there's when a, Tommy hits Daniel or when Daniel hits Tommy? Yeah. When, uh, when Tommy hits Daniel. Oh, okay, okay. And then remember later in the scene, he's got all taped up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that one. Okay. Then you got Dimitri in one of his matches. This, his opponent tried to throw a kick, and he just stepped to the side, and he chopped him on the side. Okay. That was like Daniel. Daniel's original match. Yeah, okay. The yeah. very first one. Yeah. <laughs> There's that okay. one. And then you got Robbie, where he sweeps his opponent. And if you connect it, it's Bobby. There's a match with Bobby in the original. Yeah. Where uh, I think it's the one where he gets into it with the guy and he says, "You're history, man. You're history. You're dead." It's that guy. He sweeps okay. him a similar yeah. way. Yeah, they should have said that. <laughs> and then it's <laughs> badass. They should have said that. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, and then you got Devin Lee scoring a point with the kick, just like Johnny did. Just like Johnny. With, like he, yep. He, like she grabs the hand and then puts her leg over and then pow. And then, of course, you know this one for sure. Kenny using the drum technique. Yeah, yeah, because they showed a flashback. They showed a flashback, right? Yeah, it's cool. Daniel versus Chosen. So there's just a lot of good connections. And um, I mean, let me know if I missed any. No, you're good. Uh, I got that. I got Devin using Johnny's kick kicks. Um, I love this that Miguel and Robbie were staring at each other before the fight started. So that was pretty cool. Did you notice Chris's fighting stance? Though I put it was like, what was up with Chris's fighting stance? So I noticed, I'm just going to point out some things that I saw during those qualifying. His, his Chris, Chris's fighting stance was kind of whack, man. Uh, but Kenny, Kenny tore up Nate. Is it because he's so big? <laughs> I, yeah, he just looked yeah. weird, man. Kenny tore up Nate. 
Uh, but yeah, I put that Kobe Kai knows their moves. So it's smart, right? Remember, it's always important to know what your opponent is thinking. So it's always important to know what your Terry opponent's going to do. Good one, yeah. Right? It's always important to know what your opponent's going to do. If you know what your opponent's going to do, shit. Hey, beat them at their own game, right? And uh, you can tell that Daryl loves announcing. I put that on there, man. You know, so I like that. He's very passionate about that, man. So, and then even Miguel. Miguel was kicking ass. So I love that, bro. He's kicking ass, right? He's kicking ass in the fights. I just wish he had the eye of the tiger, man, that edge, man. So, and then Tori. Tori cheated, right? She cheated. Devin was out of bounds. But this yep. is badass. Devin, dope. And with that, Eagle Fang's hopes of winning girls all Valley champ have gone up in smoke. It's all right. You did great out there today. Hunter, her shut me out. She's been focused on my low game. She's been at this longer than you. There's no reason to feel bad. Oh, I don't feel bad. I only trained for six weeks. I'm going to be stomping all these weak-ass bitches next year. So with you out, do we even have a chance of winning anymore? I love that, bro. I love that, man. So, yeah, bro. Uh, enjoyed that, man. Enjoyed those fights, bro. And then this, you know, going back to... So this is at the end of the qualifying. You know, hey, do we still have a chance to win? Devin says basically, hey, Miguel has to win. And Johnny's like, we have a good chance. But he still can't see Miguel, bro. Miguel doesn't have it. And again, I, I, I wrote this question. Is Johnny seriously that clueless, bro? Because, you know, Miguel doesn't look confident, bro. Like if it's like, man, if you were a coach, bro, right? And you're coaching basketball or football, whatever. And final play of the game you need to get you need to put it in a player's hands you look at their faces you look at their eyes to know hey can this guy do it right you know am i going to give it to jordan or am i going to give it to whoever you know am i going to give it to you know what's a quarterback josh allen you know who's going to make that throw you know paul blake maybe you know what i'm saying paul blake yeah man so miguel doesn't have it bro so is is johnny really that clueless what do you think bro i mean well, he's being very non-vocal, man, and that's so unlike him. Who, Johnny? You know, he, no, 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 Miguel. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, Miguel. that's good. Yeah. Okay, like I didn't like think about non-vocal, kind of like just nonchalant. So he should know like, if something's up, right? Right, yeah. And so when Johnny said we have a good chance, like that should have been Miguel's clue. Or if I if I were Miguel, I would have responded like, "Hell yeah, I got you, Sensei," or something like that, kind of reassurance. But he's just kind of like. Nothing, no, no, no life, no body language, nothing. So it's, yeah, Johnny, you're not paying attention, man. You're not seeing it. I love that, <laughs> bro. Hell wrong. yeah. He would have said, yeah, I'm ready. Hell yeah. Nah, you're right, bro. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Okay. All right. So it's me, right? You talked about the qualifying. Well, then we have this moment with Robbie and Daniel. Pretty badass moment, man. You know? It is. Uh, yeah. yeah, pretty badass moment. You know, was, yeah, I'll, I'll talk shit about Robbie, but I like I like him in this part, you know, and that he's just talking about, you know, Daniel obviously knows that Cobra Kai is using their moves. Well, how do they learn their moves? How did he, they learn Miyagi Do moves from Robbie? And so what does he say? Hey, everybody thinks their way is the only way. You know, you, Cobra Kai, my dad. The truth is, I love this. doesn't matter which way you fight as long as it works. Badass. I use whatever it takes to win. So why do you like that? Because you're you're not in your head, and I like it too. But I want to know why you like that. Truth is, it doesn't matter which way you fight as long as it works. Use whatever it takes to win. Why do you like that? Well, here's the thing, Robbie adapted. Like he, we talked about it. Was it in the last episode about weakness? And I don't necessarily know um, that this is really a weakness. Um, but I think you you use the analogy about sports. Mm -hmm. Like you find the weak link. So Robbie basically knows. Miyagi Do style, so he used that to his advantage. Which, when you're in competition, that's that's you know that's part of it. Yeah, you know you use your opponent's weakness or their flaws against them. So number one, Daniel was very bitter. He comes towards him and he's like, you know, um, what did he say? Uh, uh, you shared all of our secrets and that um, you know all you care about is winning. Why are you bitter, man? You knew he knows, like Daniel should have known me. That Robbie knows Miguel's style. Robbie didn't cheat. Yeah, he just basically. But he's kind of insinuating style. that Robbie's cheating, right? Like you'll do whatever right. it takes to win, and that's when the, exactly. Robbie said that, right? Okay. Exactly, and uh, I mean, I don't, I, I don't disagree with Robbie. With Robbie did, I mean, he helped his team win. That's the way I look at it, you know. Yeah, and, so. I, and I like that because you got to be flexible. So you said that word, you used it adaptable you got to be adaptable bro 
you know, when, whenever you're trying to go after a goal, a dream, whatever, man, you got to step out of your comfort zone, bro. You can't be continue to do the same thing, you know, so you can't be closed minded, you know, when you're fighting, when you're trying to do something, you know, trying to do something that you've never done or or starting out fresh. You know, I mean, there's things that happen in life, man. There's things that knock you on your ass, man. And and when you get up, you got to be like, OK, what do I have to do different? And you and I. And, and and stop me if I'm being too personal and I'm not getting into your personal stuff, but you and I have been through some some challenging shit this year, you know what I'm saying? And so yep. when we get up from this challenging stuff, you know, the lesson has to be, what do I have to do different? Trust me, bro, that's yep. what I'm thinking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And one day, you know, one day I'll, I'll talk about that on Mission Driven Podcast. But what am I going to do different? You know, because I've been knocked on my ass, so, and I want to win in life, you know, and not necessarily win a trophy, but... I don't want to feel like I'm feeling now. I don't want to feel like a failure. So what am I going to do different? You know, and so that's when you get up and you realize, okay, I can't be closed minded. I can't do things the same way. I got to be smarter on how I, you know, approach the next phase of my life. And I know you can feel me, bro. I know you approach the next chapter of your life, you know. So and that's how I think Robbie's doing. I was like, look, your way isn't the only way, you know, and Daniel's so rigid, right? Daniel's so Miyagi taught me this. Miyagi taught me that. Like, nah, dude. Like, you got to do whatever it takes to win, man. So you got to evolve. You got to evolve. So I love Robbie about that. But then, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Daniel, Daniel brings some 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 uh, wisdom himself, right? He he, oh, yeah, he talks about Miyagi. Miyagi though, yeah, about Mystery Miyagi. Excuse me. Never put passion in front of principle. I always love that quote, man. I always love that. I think when we did the. The episode uh, on Karate Kid Part 2 that we haven't released yet, but we will release one day. We talked about that, right? Never put press in, in front of principle because even when you win, you still lose. Why do you like that, man? I thought about that. Well, actually, like, I, I thought about that. Like, why do I like that? But why do you like that? Do you like that that quote? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I like it. I like it because it's Mr. Miyagi's wisdom. But um, I don't think I asked you this when we actually did the Karate Kid podcast. Um I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on it. I wanted to unpack it a little bit more and like, what does that, what does that quote mean to you? And I just wanted to get your opinion on it. No doubt. No doubt. Like, like kind of, kind of put it in layman's terms. For okay. Me. Break it down a little bit. Let's do it. Cause I actually wrote some, some stuff down, man. So, so you want to know what it means in layman's terms to me. All right, man, I'm not some sort of sage, but yeah, I thought about that, man. You know, I actually, like I said, I had that question for you, man. You know, what, what do you love about that quote? So to me, man, again, never put passion in front of principle because even when you win, you really lose. Um, so principle, right? When you think about a principle, you think about something that's, well, you know what's right or wrong, right? You know what is right, basically right. your principles. You live by your principles. You live by your beliefs on what is right. So what that means to me, man, that quote is that you never want to act out of anger or emotion or some other strong feeling then that goes against what you know is right. You know, like somebody pisses you off and, and you know, makes you angry and, and does something to you. And, you know, the right thing is not to do revenge. But everything in you wants to be like, no, I'm going to get this person back because this person hurt me. But everything in you that you've been taught your belief is like nah man revenge is not for me you know i'm not gonna i'm not about revenge so that's what it means to me because sometimes our passion can get the best of us man you know what i'm saying and and so we're like no I'm, I'm gonna get back at this person because this person did me wrong and deep down inside you know hey that's not right you know deep down inside you're like, you know what okay. let, let 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 god if you believe in god let god take care of them or let that karma take care of them whatever so that's what i believe man that sometimes man we can let our anger our emotion another strong feeling you know act before you know before we we do what we know is right you know what i'm saying so that's what i feel what do you think no thank you man that that's that's a good breakdown absolutely yeah you never want to let your, it's kind of like you never want to let your emotions get the better of you or or be the driving force to your actions you want to stick to your principles and your beliefs. For sure. Is, is, that, is that a good Yeah, no, summary? heck yeah, exactly, man. You definitely don't want to act out of your emotions because sometimes it's like, that's why with me, man, sometimes when I get angry, I just get quiet because I don't want to say anything that's going to hurt somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I know I was like, oh, shit, you know, I said something. So mejor, it's, it's better, mejor. It's better to just be quiet and just like, you know what? Let me just 
let me just calm myself because I may something that's I may say something that's gonna hurt somebody, and I don't want to do that because I know that's not right to hurt them, you know. And it's kind of like right. there's some people who get off on that. There's some people who are like, you know, I'm just gonna hurt them because they hurt me, and that's that's passion. That's not principle because you know that's not right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I think about it. And that's that's Robbie, right? He's you know, and that's what Daniel was saying. That's all you care about is winning. Well, he's like, look, you know, you're trying to get back at your dad. You're trying to get back at Sam. You're trying to get back at me. But what are you really winning? You know, so that was that was a dope that was a dope exchange between those two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that was. was a dope. You know, so do you think that got to Robbie when Daniel? Yeah, because that? if you because when Daniel walked away, I don't know if you looked if you caught it right where uh, the camera was on Robbie and his facial expressions kind of look like oh my god, like kind of like he's he has a point or like he's he may be right. Yeah, or he or like dang, I didn't think about it that way. That type of look that was on his face. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like what are you really winning, Rami? Exactly. If you're you know turning into something that you hate, you know what I'm saying. What are yeah. you really winning if you're turning into something that you hate? And that's the thing. Sometimes when you act out of a strong, you know, emotion, feeling, anger, or something that's just unrestrained, you know, what are you really winning, man? You know, you get some, you get back at somebody, but what did you really win? You know. Exactly. Damn, it's pretty badass. Hey, Kobe Kai never does podcast, man, bringing that insight. All right, brother, where are you taking this next, man? I'm going to go with uh, Eli versus Kyler. I love to see. (laughs) Yep. Yep, it sure does. So, uh, again, Kyler being Kyler, kind of talking a little bit of noise to uh, Eli, saying that Dimitri is lucky he didn't have to face Cobra Kai, and then he calls him Lip. and then so Moon sees all that. She comes down and, you know, just encourages him, man, gives him confidence, mm-hmm. uh, saying that he's not defined by his haircut, which, you know, what defines you is how you act and how you overcome, how you carry yourself, how you move forward. It's not what you look like. Well, at least it, it shouldn't be. And tell me if I'm not making sense when I say that. And um, and Eli's like kind of lost his confidence. He's like, you know, I don't know who I am anymore. And then of course Moon comes in and he he gained his confidence pretty quickly. And it's safe to say that we probably both would have gained our confidence very quickly. <laughs> Hell yeah, the power yeah. of a woman, man. The power of exactly, a woman. Exactly. The power sure. of a woman. Yep. The influence. And when you have that love and support from the woman you love, oh my God. You no know, it's, yeah, it's endless. The possibilities are endless. Sky's no the limit. Yep. And that's just my view, you know, that's just yeah. my, my opinion. And um, did you catch the connection? There was a connection. Uh, <laughs> Eli says, like he tells Daniel, I'm the guy who's going to win this whole fucking thing. Isn't that from Major League? Hell yeah. <laughs> that's from Major League, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. And then, man. of course, yeah, I love it. And then he just tears up he Kyler tears with ease. tears up Kyler. What was it, like 3-0? Kyler didn't even yeah, get any points, right? Exactly. Oh yeah, badass scene, man. Love it. Again, yeah, love it not too. to repeat everything you said, but yeah, Kyler again. All of a sudden, he's hard again, like you said, talking shit, lip, and all that. Yeah. But yeah, Moon came through, baby, and that's why I said one of the things that I like. You know, Eli's back. Hawk is back. Hawk is back. Right. He get, he regained his confidence, and because the power of a woman. And yeah, man, I love that freaking line, bro. Everything good? Never better. I know who I am now. That. You guys are gonna win this whole fucking thing. I love that, bro. Yes, it's a connection to Major League. I love the music, right? Because you know, Hawk has a little riff. You know, every time he, you know, he becomes Hawk, he has his little guitar riff, if you notice, and the yeah. Hawk sound. You know, eagle. Yeah. yeah, the Eagle Screech or, or whatever. Hawk, yeah, Hawk, Hawk whatever. Yeah. It's just badass, bro. But Man, I gotta be honest, bro. I've been using that line. I'm the guy who's gonna win this whole fucking thing lately because, man, I'm I'm a chapter away from finishing my doctorate, bro. And a couple of weeks ago, I was finishing chapter four, and it's been it's been a long process because, again, I've been through a lot this year, man. So I'm like, I had to discipline myself, man. So I was going to the library, and I told myself this, as cheesy as it sounds, y'all, and this is real, as cheesy as it sounds. I was walking into the library, you know, three days straight because I'm going to finish my chapter four. I was finishing my chapter four and I did. I'm, I'm finished my chapter four. So I have one more chapter. But I was telling myself this. I'm the guy who's going to win this whole fucking thing. I'm the guy who's going to I'm gonna, I'm the guy who's going to finish this fucking dissertation, bro. And excuse my language, man. And but you got to tell yourself stuff like that sometimes, man. You got to tell yourself that you're going to freaking do it, man. So 
I love it for that. I think I love it because it's just badass, but it resonates with me because, man, whenever you're down and out, bro, and you're not feeling confident and you're doubting yourself, sometimes you just got to remind yourself, no, I'm going to freaking do this. I'm going to freaking make it, man. So that's why I like that, bro. What about you, man? Yeah, no, self-motivation. And again, when you have that key support system around you, man, you know, no, that's challenges bring opportunities. And when you have that community, that support system, you know, obstacles don't have to get in your way. MJ. Yeah. No <laughs> you know, that's what MJ said. For sure. For sure. Hi, brother. So I'm going with, uh, I just love this one. You know, so again, these are just fights and we're almost done. Like you said, this is a quick episode. Um, but yeah, I love when Piper tried to call out Sam where she did call out Sam. You know, hey, I know Miyagi does moves and all that. But I love this. I love that Sam switch. So let's go. On, let's go back to finding whatever way it takes to win. So being adaptable. So she was flexible, and she did what Johnny taught her. Hell yeah, Sam! I love it. You know, she did what Johnny thought, taught her. You know, Eagle Fang. And I love this. And, you know, Daniel's like, "Well, where'd you learn that?" She's like, "Eagle Fang," and he's like, "Well, that's not the right way." And I love what she said, bro. I love it. Maybe my maybe my way, my right way is different than yours. She stood up to him. Now, as a father. I was kind of thinking about that, man. I love that, man, that she stood up to her dad. But you know what? I would want my daughter to be like that. You know what? Yeah, dad, you know, hey, I'm not, you know, maybe that worked for you, but it doesn't work for me, you know? And so I'm like, okay, I love the confidence in that. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, it's not that she's doing anything illegal, right? It'd be different if she was doing anything legal or, or something that was going to hurt or injure her or hurt somebody else, you know, besides in a fight or whatever. But I love that she said that, man. Maybe my right way is different than yours, man. So I love that part. What'd you think? No, I completely agree. She displayed that confidence and, you know, I can relate as a father. I think maybe old me, unevolved me, probably would have been like, oh, that's disrespectful. But in today's world, in today's society, I want my daughter to have that confidence to adapt to her situations because that is what sam did she adapted to defeat her opponent she saw that miyagi-do was not cutting it was not going to be able to do it and what i referenced was in-game adjustments we love sports me and you any great competitor to succeed you got to make adjustments during the game especially if things aren't going your way and i referenced the example look at the falcons and the patriots in the super bowl (laughs) Atlanta was up, what, 28 to 3 at at halftime? And what did they do? They made adjustments. And then look what ended up happening. The Patriots won. What was it, like the greatest comeback ever in Super Bowl history? crazy. Was it 31-28? They didn't even score again? It's crazy. Yep, pretty much. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, I want my daughter to have that confidence, even if she has to disagree with me. Again, as long as she's not doing anything to harm anyone, nothing bad, nothing illegal. You know, I want her to have that confidence to make her own choices, make her own decisions and to move forward in life. So I love that scene, too. Yeah, brother, which is different than the way we were raised, man, because, you know, yep. sometimes our family's like, don't leave, you know, don't go home, don't get your own place, stay here and stay that. And they don't want us to evolve. But I was talking to a lady today and, and I was just telling her, you know, I have five more years with my daughter. You know, really, bro, she's in eighth grade and five years should be graduating. And she's like, well, she can go to college close. I'm like, no. If she wants to go to college, you know, in California and she's got a scholarship, let her go, man. You know, that's the best thing. she Don't can limit do, their boundaries. Don't man. limit their boundaries. That's, yeah, bro. Let her go. That's, do, that's do what I thing. tell myself. Yeah, bro. Like let her because you know what, man? You know, you and I, bro, we've had lots of conversations, bro. We've known each other for 22 years, bro. You and I both know we would have wanted we would have wanted that opportunity to go somewhere and, you know, really live. But hey, it wasn't in our cards, man. You know, but if anything, if we can provide it for our kids, if we can provide that opportunity for them to do it, then hey, do it, man. That's a dub. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, brother, take us to your next favorite scene. Absolutely. I call it the snake fight. Again, thanks to hype. Thanks to hype man, (laughs) Daryl. And this is uh, Robbie with his Robbie versus Kenny. And um, it, Kenny strikes first, you know, he scores a point and then Kreese quickly calls the timeout. I love that. And tells Robbie. <laughs> Are you fighting your friend or your opponent? I thought you wanted to be a champion. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that too. 
tells him, are you fighting your friend or your opponent? It kind of gave me a sweep the leg vibe. Yeah. You know, from part one, from the original. The only thing that was missing is after he said that, I wish Chris would have said, no mercy. Because remember, that's what he told yeah, yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, or he, or you know what? Uh, it would have been tight though. <laughs> it's what he said. That it would have been tight if Kenny would have punched him in the nose, and Robbie's nose started bleeding, and then Chris right. grabs his nose like he did Lawrence. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. But then you know what? After that, I mean, Robbie scores a quick point with like a strong kick to the face, just like Johnny did against Daniel. You know when he swept the leg and hit him in the face, and uh, I mean. I'm not going to do it justice, but he just tear, he destroys Kenny, bro. I actually felt bad for Kenny. I mean, if this were a real life situation, <laughs> I mean, he just, he tears him up bad. And what happened to no face contact? I know. You right? know, remember yeah, from yeah. part three, what happened yeah. to no, because the way he ended it, I mean, he basically kicked ran him into in the face. Right? Robbie should have been disqualified, yeah. man. He ran into my foot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was just a connection I, I added, <laughs> you know, from part three. But, um, bro, I mean, just Robbie just turned on the switch and yeah. just tore up Kenny, man. They were supposed to be friends. <laughs> well, hey. Mentors, actually, hey. more hey. like a mentor. Hey, but what Chris said, I thought you wanted to be a champion. <laughs> True. So yeah, and that just kind of hit that switch, bro. Kenny was trying to hang with Robbie, but he couldn't, bro. Robbie brought it. Hey, it looked to me like Robbie was toying with him, like Chung Lee was toying with those opponents yeah. in the Kumite, baby. He was just walking around all, all hard and shit. So yeah, that was dope, bro. All right, man. I'm gonna go to this part and I'll let you finish it. I just love the interaction between Larusso and and Johnny, bro. He said, "What's your game, Larusso? Softening up Diaz before the match." <laughs> And then, you know, Daniel's all like, well, why are you messing with Sam? And he's like, look, it's better than turning my champion into a pussy who starts a fight and then runs away, bro. I love it, man. And But there it is. Johnny, man, you know, he's just, again, what he doesn't want is for Miguel to to get soft, but Miguel has gone soft, bro. And so he's trying to hype him up. You know, he's trying to, hey, you know, you've been hawk before. Just remember that killer instinct. But Miguel doesn't have it. So there's a the cluelessness again of Johnny. And take him out. And Miguel didn't want to. That's my friend. Come on, Miguel. You know, there ain't no friends in this brand, you know? It's Eagle Fang. Come on. But he wasn't. So finish it off, man. Finish it off for us. Like, you want me to go to the yeah. last scene? Yeah, that's it right there. You know, obviously, I'm setting you up, baby. That's a setup. It's a, it's a layup. It's a alley-oop, you know? Absolutely. So the last scene I titled A Worthy Opponent because it's uh, Miguel versus Eli. And this fight scene was beautifully choreographed. I mean, it got my blood pumping. I got taken slash John Wick level vibes. It was that good. I mean, major credit to the big three on this one. Um, But then again, during the fight or at towards the end of the fight, you have Miguel attempting that tornado kick that Johnny taught him. And you have the flashbacks from season three where he was injured. And, you know, even from season one. Oh, yes. Even from season one as well. And watching it in real time, I'm thinking, oh, my God, how is this going to end? He's going to he's going to land it and it's going to be badass. But scratch that. And you basically see Miguel in midair hurt his back and fall down to the ground. Hence the title, The Fall. Mm-hmm. That's where I think they yeah, got it yeah, from. For sure. The Fall. And I just didn't see this coming, man. I did not see this coming. It kind of left me in shock when I'm watching it in real time. It unexpected kind of like when we did our our trailer podcast you said unpredictable this one was just unexpected and things for miguel just went from bad to worse he's had like a bad couple of episodes you know last episode with what happened and then this it just kind of killed the momentum of the of this episode you know because it was going so well you had the fighting the skills and then the moment with robbie and the moment with sam so and then Kreese's quote at the very beginning. And then of course this is how the episode ends. So we're like obviously we're like in in awe and shock, like, okay, what happens next? So I I mean I probably rambled through that, but I mean I just did it just killed the momentum, but you know, momentum all way, fight. like momentum and like what Miguel was doing, or because it made if anything, it it wanted it made us want to watch the next episode. Like you know, I was watching right. it again to get ready for this. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm ready to watch the next one. But I'm like, nah, well, we got to record, you know. 
But yeah, dude, yeah. I think it, it was that type of ending. We're like, oh shit, let's go to the next. What's going to happen with Miguel? Which was badass. It was a badass ending right. to me because I think that's exactly what the writers intended us intended us to do. You know, as soon as you watch that, hey, you're not going to go do something else. You're going to want to know what the hell happens right. to Miguel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just meant the momentum as far as the fighting. Like the oh, fighting was the going fight. real okay, good okay. and it just okay. boom. There we go. Okay, it cool. Just I just want, yeah, I wanted to clarify that. Yeah, the momentum of the fighting. Yeah, because okay, at that point the tournament's going great, right? We're gonna see we're seeing some badass fights, but now it's like, oh shit, you know, the 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 champion from last year is hurt. So okay, I get you. I get you. But see, I forgot to mention this, man. The whose side are you on? What do you mean? You know, I'm on your side, Diaz always. Johnny still didn't get it, man. So Here's a question that, you know, that I wanted to ask you. Who would have won, Diaz or Hawk? I think Miguel would have won. Yes, sir. Oh, just, yeah. Just me. I, I, I mean, me too. <laughs> yeah, Diaz would have won. Miguel would have won. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, he didn't have that eye of the tiger, man. He's got to get it back, baby. You know what else I love? I love the scream at the end, baby. Sensei. Sensei. That was tight, man. I like yeah, that. that Sensei. Was, yeah. And just even the shot, you know, it's from, from the top. I love yep. that man for sure, man. All right, well, hey, yeah, we're, we're all, we are done already with that part. All right, man, let's get to our categories then, man. Here we go. We just finished wrapping up talking about the insight, wisdom, the things we like, the funny things, what we got from episode nine, the fall from Cobra Kai, season four. Well, let's go, man. Our categories: the run it back scene, brother. What you going with? What's your one scene that you just love and you'd watch over and over again? And there was there's quite a few in this one, but um, I guess it will be just the scene that we just talked about, Eli versus Miguel, that match. I mean, just the way they they fought was just amazing, you know, and um, I'll explain a little bit more in the done differently. <laughs> OK, for sure. For sure. My running back scene is hot getting his confidence back. I love it, man. Probably because where I'm at in my life right now, man. But I love it, man. Hot getting his confidence back. Yeah, bro. I love that shit. In fact, I have watched it on YouTube a lot lately, so hell yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. What's your favorite dialogue or quote from this episode? I'm going to go with Crease at the very beginning. His pep talk or his order, you know, that one where he says, you don't just get a trophy, you get the glory. You get, you get to know that you get to know forever that you were a champion. Love that. You like that? All right. Here's mine. Here's mine. I know who I am now, and who is that? The guy who's going to win this whole fucking thing. I love that shit, baby. <laughs> All right, brother. What? Let's take it back to the writer's room. You're one of the writers. You're looking at this. You're like, hey, you know what? I don't think this really worked. What would you have done differently? For me, it's not necessarily like wouldn't have worked. It's more like I just wish I would have seen the ending to the Miguel versus Eli fight. I know I'm focusing too much on that scene, but um, I just really wish I would have seen the ending. Like if they would have actually in a metaphorical world, hypothetical, I would have loved to see the ending who actually won and how they would have written it, you know, without Miguel getting hurt in this episode. In, yeah. In this episode. So you wish, so you didn't like the way it ended then. No, I mean, I, I don't dislike it. I just, um, I, you just want to see the, the full fight. Yeah, I just wanted to see the full fight. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I get you. I get you. Kind of like Sting versus uh, Bret Hart or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, yeah. All right, brother. This is what I would have done if I'm the writers. So we love the intro, right? We love the introductions of the dojos. But you know what I would have done? I would have had some interviews in between the introductions, like <laughs> like over the top, baby. Look over the top. <laughs> like Bull Harley, remember? I drive trucks, break arms, and arm wrestle. It's what I love to do. It's what I do best. <laughs> I, what did he say? I like to, I'm going to hurt him. I'm going to kill him or something. <laughs> and then he was like, being number one is everything. There is no second place. Second sucks, you know? So it would have been cool to have, like, you know, intercut, like, Daniel saying why it's important for him to win and Johnny saying what's important. Wouldn't that have been cool? Like, you know, they, they kind of yeah. put that in between. So that's what I would have done to put in interviews, like, over the top, bro. <laughs> All right, man, let's go to our top three CK3, our top three characters from this episode. Who are you going with, brother? I'm going to go Hype Man Daryl. I feel like he did a good job throughout the being just being the announcer and the, throughout the whole episode. I'm gonna go with Sam, which we talked about 
you know, with her uh, scene with Daniel and how she adapted to beat Piper. And then I'm going to go with Eli getting his confidence back. Hell yeah, brother. Well, hey, two out of three, me and you. I got Daryl as well, baby. I got Daryl as well. I have Hawk. You know I got Hawk. And I got Devin, man. I just love her. Yeah, love Devin. her intensity, man. Yeah. So Daryl, Devin, and <laughs> yeah. Hawk, baby. All right, man. All Valley Trophies. What are you giving this episode? What are you rating it? I'm going to give it a 4.5. I really liked this episode. It was short, but I really liked it. All the fighting and all the competition, all the skills and, you know, the quotes. You know, good episode. All right, brother. You know what? I had it at a 4.25, but you know what? I like it, too. And I had it at a 4.25 maybe because that Carrie Underwood scene. But, yeah, man, it is a bad episode. 4.5, man. So I'm with you on that one. It's a 4.5. It's a badass episode. It yep. makes us want to watch, immediately watch the next one. And that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to watch it here in the next couple of days. We're going to review it. And, hey, we're coming back with that one. So, again, if you want to join us, right, right before Season 5 comes out on September 9th, we got one more episode to review, and that's the last one of Season 4. So, again, man, we're thankful. Jose, want to say anything before I close it out? Yeah, no, just to echo what you've been saying, what we've been saying throughout this whole uh, podcast in the season, you know, just thankful to everyone who listens. Grant, shout out again. He's he's been connecting with us on, on Twitter and social media, so we appreciate that. We love that. We welcome it. And um, again, just thank you for joining us on this journey. We really appreciate it. It means the world to us. For sure. So anybody else who wants to connect with us, hey, find us on Instagram. We're at, at Cobra Kai Show on Instagram. Find us on uh, Twitter at Cobra Kai pod or something like that. You'll find us Cobra Kai never dies podcast, but yeah. And connect yep. with us, man. We love it, man. We, we, we get a kick out of it. It's, it's good to see it. It's good to know that, Hey, you know, we're, we're putting a lot of time cause we do put a lot of time into this and we do it cause we love it. You know, again, it's not like a labor of like, Oh my gosh, I got to do it. We do it cause we love it. It's therapeutic for us. All the good stuff that we've said before, but it's good to know that, Hey, there are people who are listening to it and enjoy the show so thank you so much and if you don't want to connect with us but you want to rate and review us hey feel free to do that as well subscribe on apple Podcasts. subscribe to us on google Podcasts. rate us and review us on spotify but again if anything just share the pod with your friends people who love cobra kai because hey, we love doing this and we're so excited for september 9th to come so all right man we're gonna sign out jose cobra kai never dies never dies all right brother